Hello and welcome to Talking Sports with TK. I am Tommy Chrysan. Glad to be here. Glad to have you there. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Please feel free to share it with all of your friends. This episode, Sports Takes with Trey Blossman and myself. We're going to have some takes on LSU football, college football, the New Orleans Saints and some NFL notes, some quick takes on the NBA Finals and the Major League Baseball postseason. All coming your way on Sports Takes with Trey Blossman and me, TK. Lots of other podcasts coming this week. We'll have Chin Music with Rick Robinson on Wednesday, looking at the MLB postseason. The weekly LSU football update brought to you by Tremonti's Meat and Seafood will drop on Wednesday evening. And then... The picks with Trey Blossman for the NCAA and the NFL on Thursday. Kunas and the Redneck with Anthony Gallo and myself brought to you by IcebergLemo.com. Iceberg Lemo in Baton Rouge. That'll come your way this Friday. Let's listen to a quick message and we'll come back. We'll be joined by Trey Blossman. We'll have this week's episode of Sports Takes right here on Talking Sports with TK. Stay tuned. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With TK, I'm Tommy Chrysan on a Monday afternoon, the last Monday in September. Football is here now that the SEC started. It's time for Sports Takes with Trey Blossman. Trey is going to join us. We're going to kick around some LSU football, some college football, the New Orleans Saints, some NFL notes, and maybe a little bit on the NBA Finals and MLB postseason as well. Trey Blossman, good afternoon. How are you? Doing well, Tommy. Doing well for a cloudy Monday. Yeah, well, a cool front's coming in here in South Louisiana, and I know a lot of people are welcoming that. But uh, you say you're doing well. I said I'm doing well. LSU football was not doing well this past Saturday. I did not see this coming in any way, shape, or form. Missed it on my one of my picks. Missed it as one of your picks. What uh, now that you've had a little time to digest it? What, what the heck happened to LSU? Well, Tommy, the result was very disappointing, obviously, to Tiger fans across the country. We were expecting more. I, I certainly was. But a couple of things here. Missing Stingley on short notice was huge. He basically takes up one side of the field in the secondary and makes you go the other way. Then Cardell Flott got hurt. So we were down our top two corners against a team with a coach who really knows how to chunk it around the ballpark. Also, Glenn Logan was not dressed out. That had to hurt. Mississippi State is a much better team than I thought. They're going to be a tough out for some people, Tommy, if they play like they did Saturday. I've never seen Costello look so good when he was in a Stanford uniform. And it just goes to show what a great coach Mike Leach is. He had his team ready. He had a game plan. If you heard his post-game interview after the game, as we both know, he's a really funny guy. He's got a dry sense of humor. But uh, he, he speaks in very simple terms. And he described his offense as trying to throw the ball to open grass. 
says, I, I want my receivers to go to open spots in the grass, and I want my quarterback to throw it to them before the defenders get to the open spot. And, you know, it's kind of laugh. You laugh at that, but it's kind of simple. And, boy, did they throw it to open spots. They were open all over the field. LSU had a very poor tackling day. We had two big missed tackles in the game that allowed uh, some big plays and scores. Uh, on the bright side, Allie Gay was very impressive, both in his play and his just his physicalness. Uh, he'll be playing in the NFL. That dude's a gem and is going to have a heck of a season. Uh, let's hope he comes back and plays two years. At this point in time, realistically, Tommy, LSU is not a competitor for the national championship playoffs. I don't think I don't see them winning nine games or even eight, but I think we can win seven at this point still. Uh, also very impressive, Jabril Cox, who is taller than I thought he was. And Damone Clark had a good game as well. A lot of people talking about Brennan. A lot of people wanting to bench him already. Tommy, that's the main reason I quit attending LSU football games. I would point to very poor traffic management and other things as contributing factors. But the primary reason that Trey Blossman quit going to LSU football games after decades and decades of rarely missing a home game is LSU has some stupid fans. And I've heard a bunch of them talking about benching Brennan already. I'm sure I probably have some of them in my family, but I'll try and avoid talking to them. I give Brennan a B, Tommy. I give him a solid B. He was under tremendous pressure all night. He got beat up. Yeah, he held the ball a little too long. Yeah, he missed a touchdown where his arm got hit. He had uh, McMath wide open. He didn't play a perfect game, but all things considered, he played a pretty good first game. And if you compare his first game stats to those of Joe Burrow, he smokes Burrow. Did anybody want to bench Burrow after one game? I don't think so. And it's a good thing that we didn't. Take a deep breath. The sun came up today, although it did hide behind the clouds a little bit. Uh LSU still has a lot of talent. LSU is going to win some football games. Well, my biggest takeaway is, you know, inexperience rose its head up. You know, that's what the story was. LSU's got a lot of talent, as you said. they got a lot of good football players out there. And I think people saw that with Gay, with Cox, who we talked about Cox last week would be a surprise story. Uh, I just think when you had all that inexperience, them guys that had been there done that, we know how many shoes you had to fill off of last year's team. But last year's team, that's gone. That's in the history. That's past. This is this year's team. And I, I think they will learn from this game, and I think they will be better. Now, Costello, you know, 600-plus yards. Here's the measure, measuring stick. What does Mississippi State do going forward? I mean, if they continue to throw for big-time yardage and Costello maybe becomes all-conference or something, then LSU's defense might not be as bad as they looked this past Saturday. Now, they play Kentucky this week, do the Bulldogs. If they get out there and they throw for, you know, 210 yards and Kentucky messes with them, then maybe LSU is as bad. It's too early to tell. Like you said, take a breath, okay? This is uh, Mississippi State was a lot better than a lot of people thought. And Mike Leach, look, this guy's a genius. 
And how Mummy was quoted on Sunday on national radio, he was talking about, hey, you know, we started this air raid offense, and when Leach got the Mississippi State job, and I knew he would have those kind of talented athletes that he would have at state and bring into state, that he would, you know, he would make some noise in this conference. So, again, too early to draw a big conclusion, but it's a wait and see, and it's something that has to be looked at further to have a better measure and stick. Miles Brennan, look, he played like it was his first game. Again, lack of experience will show up against quality opponents. And I don't care how many preseason scrimmages Coach O had and how they did this and they did that, and he loves Bo Pelini and the defense and all that. You can't simulate what Mississippi State, who has scholarship players, a coaching staff that's paid to win, and a bunch of guys that like to compete in the best conference in America. It's going to be different. You know, Brennan, you give him a B. I'm going B, B minus because I thought he looked at the rush far too much. And it's something that happens with an inexperienced quarterback. And uh, I, I think he'll adjust for somebody to say bench him. That's ludicrous, absurd. And like you said, it, it's a reason why, you know, some people don't go to the game anymore because you have too many people that, that think that's the answer. Easy to coach when you're at your home gating party or you're at somebody's house watching the game, easy to play quarterback when you're on the sofa. It's different when you're out there on the field. So I, I think Brennan's got to be the quarterback. I think he'll get better. Vanderbilt might be just with the doctor ordered this Saturday evening up in Nashville. We shall wait and see. But uh, well, I was I didn't see it coming. I totally missed it. I had LSU winning nine games. I'm like you. I don't think that will happen. Um We'll just have to wait and see and see what LSU can do going forward. The measuring stick will be how does this team respond and then keep an eye on Mississippi State to see if they can continue this success through the SEC schedule. Well, their schedule's favorable. They get Arkansas, then at Kentucky, and then A&M at home. They should be 4-0 and going to Alabama for Halloween night. Uh, you know, one more point, Tommy. On the Brennan situation, if he's not our quarterback, a guy who was playing in high school last year is. If LSU is going to have any kind of a season this season and any chance at a return to the playoffs next season, which I think we have a very legitimate chance to do, that's with Miles Brennan at quarterback, Tommy. Without right. Miles Brennan at quarterback, we're not going there, okay? It does not happen. Uh, I watched the, supposedly the best freshman quarterback in the country for Oklahoma Saturday, Spencer Rattler, and uh, he threw for a lot of yards and he threw for four or five touchdowns, but he also had two big interceptions and his team lost the game. And he's the best freshman quarterback in the country, by the way, with the worst hair in the country. If yeah, you watch an Oklahoma that's, game that's and you a, watch that kid take off his helmet, it is embarrassing, Tommy. Somebody totally ought to tell the kid you got a bad look, dude. Yeah, <laughs> you, you, you'll never get hired for a job with that look uh, if you don't play football. All right, then a couple other quick college football notes. Oklahoma always seems to slip up against somebody. Florida State, this program is just is just bad. Aaron Shambles. I said it when I picked them on the Coonass and the Redneck that Miami and Florida State – Programs going in two different directions. You also said that last week prior to I did. I, I actually stole that from you. But 
all programs cycle around. You know, LSU was down in the early 90s. I mean, uh, Alabama was down before Saban got there. I mean, it's just part of it. But it's a shame to see for uh, Florida State which, which, that had so much tradition and pride that program cycled down as it did. Hey, nice wins for Tulane. ULL picks up a win but falls out of the rankings because now all the Big Ten teams are in the rankings. So uh, college football, it's moving full speed now that the SEC has started playing. And and I know the Big Ten hadn't played yet in the Pac-12 and the MAC and the, and the Mid-Mountain West Conference. Everybody's going to get going before long here. But I'm happy that college football is back and it's where it's at. Tommy, it was another lucky win for ULL. I hope those guys have nine lives because they've already used about three <laughs> of them this season. Uh, but, uh, hey, they keep winning and they're fun to watch. I like Levi Lewis at quarterback. Uh, but, yeah, you know, don't over, LSU fans, please don't overreact to one bad game. And I agree with you. It's going to be fun to watch Mississippi State moving forward. I look for them to have a good season. You're listening to Sports Takes with Trey Blossman and myself, TK. We'll have Trey Blossman's NCAA and NFL Picks podcast. will drop this Thursday. Coonass and Redneck Friday. LSU football update comes to you Wednesday, as well as Chin Music with Rick Robinson, a look at the MLB postseason. So a bunch of podcasts coming this week under Talking Sports with TK. Please check them all out. Trey, Sunday night in the Superdome in front of 750 people. That's <laughs> right. They, they, they were testing some protocol, guideline, COVID stuff. They let a few people in. Uh, but the New Orleans Saints did not get it done against Hall of Famer Aaron Rodgers, the Green Bay Packers, who, who weren't playing full strength. And I, I saw a bunch of that game last night. And here's one thing I'm going to say. I don't know a lot of things in this world, but I know Drew Brees can't throw the football down the field anymore. And if I know it, the opponent knows it. I heard on national radio this morning, they said he's become a singles hitter. He's not going to hit doubles, triples, and home runs. He can't throw the ball down the field. Father time is undefeated. And as brilliant as Alvin Kamara was, I thought Murray ran the football well. Uh, I thought Saunders, you know, had the TD catch and, and did some other good things. But when your quarterback cannot and will not throw the football down the field, go vertical, I just think you're, you're putting the offense in a bad situation. And the Saints are sitting there at one and two road game against the Lions, who upset the Cardinals yesterday. I don't know what direction the Saints are heading in. Time will tell, but I, I think it starts with Drew Brees and the fact that he can't throw the ball down the football field. Well, Tommy, I, I don't think he can either, but one thing we know for sure is that he won't. He's just not going to do it. So he doesn't think he can do it, I think. Uh, look, the Saints played about as well as they could play without Michael Thomas last night. They played a really good football team with a quarterback who still has it. You see how easily, with a flip of the wrist, Aaron Rodgers can throw the ball 50 yards down the field and hit somebody in stride. That guy is and a while master. moving to while moving while moving to his left. Yeah, he's a master, Tommy, and an absolute joy to watch. Look, I played a little quarterback you know, in junior high and beyond that, I don't pretend to have played in any kind of sophisticated offense like these teams run in the NFL, but I do know about footwork and I do know about handwork. 
and that guy is a master the way he moves his body if you notice on the inside read in, in inside option he hands the ball off with his left hand while he's faking a throw with his right hand nobody else is doing that he had a completion and they showed his eyes last night he was looking down the middle of the field at a receiver and he threw the ball out to the right at somebody he wasn't even looking at for a big completion. Uh, he's just on another level, Tommy. Yeah, he, he sure is. And the Packers are 3-0 and and we'll see how they roll forward. Elsewhere in the NFL, a few surprises, a few old things remain the same. The Falcons blow a big lead. That's becoming a, a pattern now. Uh, you got to be you got to be rough to be a Falcons fan uh, these days. It all started with that Super Bowl uh, when they blew the big lead against the Patriots. But the rest of the NFL now three weeks in starting to get a better feel for some of these teams and and some of these different players. And and uh, I think it'll be might even this going to sound crazy because it's never easy to pick winners against the spread. But it may get easier now that there's a little measuring stick in the NFL. Well, obviously, we've seen each team play two games, and I think it will be easier to handicap moving forward because uh, or three games in this case, we know what the teams have. We didn't have any preseason. You know, we didn't have the other team practices, what they call them, the OAE. I don't know what they even call them, but they've got some initials for them. Uh, but the team started from scratch just three weeks ago, and now we know a little bit more about them. Uh, the Bears have very unlikely 3-0 and team. They had to bench their quarterback, Trubinsky, yesterday. Nick Foles comes in and leads a, another comeback. And uh, remember, folks, the Bears drafted Mitch Trubinsky over Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes. I don't know how their general manager sleeps at night. Uh, but, you know, that's just bad. I, it's not bad luck. It's just bad strategy, bad decision-making, bad evaluating. Uh, how in the world did they think that big white stiff was going to be better than those two athletic quarterbacks? And one other thing for me on the NFL, you know, we know that no preseason has perhaps affected some of the play on the field. I think it's affected the officiating, too. Some egregious errors, uh, especially in the Saints game last night, the horse collar tackle that did not – it was not a horse collar. Right, uh, right. And they didn't see it. And there were numerous other situations that uh, that were just flat-out blown calls. And, of course, you cannot review past interference anymore, and there's been some issues around the league with that. So, you know, they, you know no, no one wants to say anything positive about the referees. I'll say that. I'll bet they're wishing there'd have been some preseason games too, so they could have knocked some rust off. Trey Blossman, anything else from you on the NFL? Well, uh, you know, not really. I, I guess okay. you should comment that the Bills made a great late surge after blowing a 25 point lead in that game to remain undefeated. That's a good football team. Uh, NBA Finals, the unlikely Heat versus the very likely Lakers. I think that starts Wednesday. Baseball playoffs. Start tomorrow in a bubble, Tommy. Well, and in fact, uh, several weeks ago, you know, I like to listen to Dan Patrick, uh, national sports show a lot. Before the NBA playoffs started, he picked the Heat to go to the finals. So, you know, we all do this stuff. We all get some right. We all get some wrong. He got that one right. I'm looking forward to the MLB postseason. 
16 teams. There'll be eight best of threes to get it going. That actually starts tomorrow, Tuesday, uh, and then uh, with some games, then a full slate on Wednesday. But we'll have Chin Music podcast, Rick Robinson and I, about MLB. That'll drop for you on Wednesday. Trey Blossman, uh, I know you have the Chiefs tonight. Uh, you're taking some points with them, as you mentioned last Thursday, which is the day we do your picks podcast. Not often when you get the Chiefs with points, and you may not get that the rest of the year. That was one of your reasons for taking it. But they will be in Baltimore against a good Raven team on Monday Night Football. Ought to be a really exciting game to watch, Tommy. All right, Trey Blossman, you have a wonderful day. We'll do the NCAA and NFL picks by Trey Blossman coming this Thursday. Thank you so much. Thank you, Tommy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.